Beautiful people of the world, welcome back to another episode of Malfunction, coming in hot for you right now. And this week, we have Jesse back on the podcast, and we're talking about movies and TV shows. So heads up right now, if you don't want any spoilers, we do talk about one movie pretty extensively, and that is a new movie that just came out called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And so if you don't want any spoilers in regards to that movie, I would say maybe watch that movie and then come back to this episode. But honestly, we we talk about a lot of other stuff as well. So you could even fast forward through that part if you wanted until you watch the movie. But hey, if you haven't seen the movie, regardless, it's really, really great. I would highly recommend watching it. We also start reminiscing a lot on like old MTV shows we used to watch, old Nickelodeon cartoons and shows, um, just weird old movies we remember growing up that were on TV or, or ones that we would rent at Blockbuster. So there's a lot of fun stuff in this episode. But on a serious note, y'all, Jessie is exceptional at breaking down movies. She watches a ton of movies, so she has a lot of knowledge in general just about everything that's out there. Um, and she has like impeccable memory, so she's able to really dive deep into the details and she remembers stuff like camera angles and the lens, how the lens looks and all that kind of stuff. So it's always really fun to sit down and talk to her about what she thought about a movie. I tend to learn things from her anytime we're talking about movies. I learn new movies that I need to watch. She's a really good person to get movie recommendations from, TV show recommendations from. So if y'all are ever in need hit Jessie up. Also, check the show notes. I've got some links for y'all to follow her socials. You can also find the Malfunction socials on there as well. And if you could go ahead and like, subscribe, and review the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Share this wherever you are most social. And for real, y'all go click on Jessie's Instagram link on the show notes. Y'all go follow her because... Halloween is coming up and Jessie always does a 31 days of Halloween movie watching and she'll post stuff on her Instagram story. Awesome movie recommendations. We are slowly creeping into the Halloween season. It'll be here before you know it. So go ahead, follow Jessie, get your Halloween spirit right. And with that said, let's jump into this episode. Boom. We're back. We're back in the studio with Jesse. It's like a malfunction, one long take crossover because we're going to talk about movies. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> there was no other person that I would want to do this with other than you because you really do know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to... Let's just jump into it, but not all the way down. I'm going to kind of well, talk about it a little bit. But. I was like... Taking some notes while I was watching it at one point. But then I was like, oh, man, I really want to just, like, enjoy it, too, though. Uh You know, like, there was some stuff that, like, I was glad I made notes about. But, like, yeah, at one point I just, like, put my phone down because I was like, pay attention to the movie. Like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Don't let it go. You know, like, don't miss it. 
Well, so. first of all, I'm really glad to already hear that you're saying it's cool. Yeah, no, so it was fucking cool. I I was so excited for you to see it because I knew you. I, I really had a good feeling you were going to like it. But anyways, before we go further, sure. everybody, we're going to talk about the movie called Everything Every. Okay, sorry. everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> we're going to talk about the movie Everything Everywhere. All at once. So if you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to this episode yet. Go watch Mark the movie <laughs> yeah, and come back to the, this episode. But if you don't care or whatever, that's fine because I'm going to I'm sure we're going to talk about, you know, other things. But um, but anyways, how I heard about this movie, I was listening to a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, Third Eye Drops. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Phillips, he's the host. And he, the, his latest episode, I was just, like, I listened every single week. And he had this girl named Sarah Zucker on. She's, like, a digital artist. She's really cool. Anyways, they started talking about this movie. And I was like, oh, shoot, man. I, like, I, I need to check this out. So, um, and then Chris came over on Saturday. And we were just chilling. I was like, hey, y'all want to watch this movie? Just, I was like, the way they were talking about it. I was like, man, I think I'm going to really like this movie. They didn't go into a lot of detail, you know, but anyway, so that's how I found out, I found the movie, and then when we watched it on the Saturday, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, I was like, oh my god, my, oh, it, it, I have not been that moved in a long time, and so, yeah, I'm super excited to hear what you think. At one point, Rachel said, oh man, I love The Matrix. And I was like, well, it makes sense as to why Malik says because she likes The Matrix. Okay, one thing like, that I did write not, down. Yeah, it's not The Matrix, but like... I literally just wrote this yeah. down in my notes because uh, I wanted to tell you this. This was the Matrix movie I needed. This yeah. filled the void that the new Matrix movie sure. left me. Like, I was so disappointed with the new Matrix movie that right. came out recently. Right. And I was like, God, that was just kind of cheesy as fuck. I just remember it just feeling cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like, no hate. Like, it's just me personally. It wasn't, I, like, it wasn't your jam. I want to I wanna be in you the depths. Be in the uh, Matrix. Yes, I want, I want shit to be <laughs> freaking weird and cool and, like, right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and this it checked a lot of boxes. And oh. it was... It, it was in a way that I would have never been able to imagine it to be presented to me, but damn, it was it was potent. It was potent as hell. I liked, I really liked the kind of like choose your own adventure aspect of it. Like she could go to all these different places like when she needed to, mm-hmm. um, to get what she needed, you know, or like to get whatever power she needed or whatever, what she needed in that moment she was able to pull it from other um timelines or you know yes and like yes. and that was cool and like and use it in that moment like ah, it was neat it was, yeah it was a really cool concept it's almost there's so much there that it's almost hard to completely articulate like a distinct this is really um the message or symbolism behind it or, you know, like, because there's so much, but it, it, to me, it was like a, like collective consciousness Mm -hmm. and, um, kind of understanding that, like you said, timeline, like 
that anything and everything is happening mm-hmm. and we don't really we have no idea the limit of that per se and then also i really love the element of like nothing matters the way that they 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 presented that sure. but the beauty in that as well like it was just it was really exposing some of the big questions that we as humans like over our whole lifetimes have you know we always are com- contemplating you know, who are we? What are we doing here? What is the point? These are the big questions that, damn, we're still, like, chewing on. And have we haven't made that much progress in. But there seems to be this, just right under the veil, this unspeakable thing that we can't fully articulate that it's exposing. I don't sure. know how to explain that. There was a, whenever they were rocks, and there was a, yes! there was a line that she said that, she said we are all small and stupid yes. and i was like yes <laughs> we are all small and stupid you know like like there's just so much out there that we don't know like it's i don't know it, yes yes like, dude and it's like there's so much that is so much bigger than us you know, like mm-hmm. there's so many things that are so much bigger than we are that yeah. we can't even like our minds can't even comprehend and like truly like understand. So like, yeah, just like that and saying it as plain as that is like we're all small and stupid. Like, yeah. But like the impact of that like line specifically was like, oh, yeah, no, that's absolutely accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <clears throat> What was interesting to me also was how it presented, uh, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, her character. Mm-hmm. Okay, how she was that IRS agent. Right. But then it showed in an alternate timeline, the main character was actually in a romantic mm-hmm. relationship right. with uh, this when individual. They, when they're the hot dog people. <laughs> yeah, in Hot Dog Universe, you know? So it's like, almost, it's like... um. There's a part of each of us that we actually do connect with. Maybe not in this timeline, but but there, you know what I'm saying? Like what would happen if your life was a little bit different and you went this way and when you met that person in hot dog universe, like that's what they were. (laughs) Have you ever seen Cloud Atlas? Um, No, I have not. You should. Um, Like. Okay, I'll write that down. It's not. I don't know how, like, critically, like, I don't know how it was taken critically or, like, in the box office. I don't know how much money it made or anything like that. But it definitely <laughs> explores um, people in alternate universes and, like, what their lives would be like. Um, yeah. Or if they ran into each other, like, still the same people, but in different contexts, like, different di- Different scenarios. decades, different scenarios, different. Um, conditionings yeah like you know like oh it's great like it's really cool it's a really cool movie um but uh yeah you should check it out because you're into that and like the people um they have like mat like matching birthmarks Ooh, that's like it looks like a comet i think i'm gonna watch it in a while um but like i'll definitely if you have that birthmark like like I think your paths are like destined to um connect. Yeah. Um 
Rachel recommended that movie to me and at a time where she wasn't even really into movies like that. And then I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, no, this is, this is dope. Um, it has Tom Hanks in it. Um, who else? Oh, it has a ton. It, it literally has a ton of people in it. Um, maybe Halle Berry. When did it come out? It came out. Let's see. I could, I'll definitely watch it. That sounds, you know. I, there's a book too. It's based on a book. Ooh, um, I may read the book. So first. I, yeah, I Mallory and Jace's book club. Stay right. tuned. Yeah. Okay. Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, um, Hugo Weaving from fucking Matrix, uh, the bad guy. Yes. Yeah, like like the agent. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Grant. <laughs> like oh my it, god. That's a ton of people in it. Um. Yeah, Keith D- Keith David Susan Sarandon, like so. There's yeah, there's a lot of people in that movie. Uh, it came out in 2012. Um, okay, it's like uh, what? It's a two hours and 45 minutes, so it's a long ass movie. Uh, because a lot you are, of depth. Yeah, you're you're exploring all these different sure. timelines. Oh, it's the Wachowskis, so it's the same people that made the Matrix. So there, <gasps> there you go. Damn. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep there there you go. Damn. So definitely watch that movie. Um, read the book. I'll read the book for sure. Yeah, there's a, that's a, that's a book. Like, am I being stupid? Yeah, no, it's a book. <laughs> it's like I might be telling you it's a book, and I'm wrong. No, it's a book. I've never read it, so like, don't take me at that. But. So here's my question: Did you cry at all? I didn't, and that's why I kind of like was. Like, put your fucking phone down. Quit taking notes. Because, like, I did want to have notes. I didn't want... You know, I, I wanted to be able to, like, truly remember parts of that movie and talk about it. Um, but, like, yeah, there was a point where I was like, man, if I'm going to fully connect with this movie and, like, you know, like, really fucking feel it, like, I need to pay attention. Yeah. And I, that's why I kind of wish I would have been able to watch it last night. But, like, some things happen and I, I wasn't able to. Uh, and especially it's a really long movie. Um, so like I wasn't able to watch it last night so I watched it this morning Um, so I think like it kind of probably would have impacted me more if I would have watched it last night like totally and the quiet and the dark like not during the day I don't know because it's also a very visual movie so I and I have it for like two days so I'm gonna watch it again I'm gonna watch it tonight yeah Um, but yeah like there that's why I got to a point where I was like just put your fucking phone down watch it like it totally caught me off guard because like we watched it on Saturday night and we were here in the studio just chilling and it got to the point it was like the last 45 minutes but it was the point and it's so funny when I posted this I posted like hey we're gonna be talking about this movie on my Instagram story Josh Willis he was like best movie ever and we started chatting about it and he started talking about these two scenes that i was like dude i literally cried the last 45 minutes and then he was like he spouted out the two scenes and i was like man those are that's exactly what i'm talking about it was the first one was um i can't remember which one it came first or not but when he was like um although you've broken my heart again I just want you to know, in another life, I would have loved folding oh, laundry whenever, with you. Was it whenever she was a movie star? Yes. Oh, man. I told Rachel, like, when I was watching that part, I was like, man, they are so, they're both so gorgeous whenever oh, she's my, a movie star. Okay, first of like, all. Like, they both look so, so amazing. 
I like I like the aesthetic yes. of that scene and like in that timeline, yes. and they both just look so beautiful. God, like, I know. Yeah, um, it it was great. I really liked that. Uh, Michelle, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, I'm not sure. But but yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially when she was presented as that movie star. But like, yeah. I could even tell when she was in like her yeah sure whatever quote unquote. It was like. Um, the way she was so beautiful, but it was like you could tell that this beautiful person had been beaten down. Sure, you know, and one hundred percent. I think you could tell it was totally was intentional. You know, Absolutely. like that was yeah, definitely yeah. intentional. Absolutely. Um. So, like, because yeah, like the whole time I I was watching a character that was beaten down. So, like, I didn't even think of that character in that way. You know, and then they're presented that way, and then like, when you go boom. back, like when they flip back to the regular time, you're like, oh yeah, no, she is fucking gorgeous what you know what i mean yeah like, it opened that door right but it's just like yeah you're supposed to watch this character so like i think that she definitely like she escaped into that character so like i yes. think that you know like that's really good like <gasps> i think it's a good thing um, God. because yeah you're just watching the person and you're not even like watching it for you know like thinking of it in that way yeah but yeah and then as soon as it was like oh no this person is fucking gorgeous you're missing it and then when you go back you're like oh yeah no they are it's always it's always <laughs> been there yeah and then the second one was it was during that the scene where it just got so chaotic and they were all fighting in the middle of that mall and oh, then yeah. uh her, I don't even remember his name in the movie, but uh, it's Waymond. Waymond. Okay, yeah. yeah. I he kept calling like, him Data because he's yeah, because he's like, fucking please. Data. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's, his name's Waymond. <laughs> as soon as he spoke, I was like, "That's fucking Data." Uh-huh, I was like, yeah. "He was in Goonies," and uh-huh. we looked. I was like, "Absolutely." Yeah. Um, but anyways, it, I can't remember. He was like, "I don't know. No one knows what's going on. I know I'm scared too, but." Right. Can we like, just be kind? Be kind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just screaming. Can we just be kind? Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, no, I wanted to cry in that moment because I was like, man, this this man is really just trying to like like make a point and like uh, just like everyone stop this like this is madness uh-huh. and he's really like pleading for people to just be kind to each other. And I was like, fuck, that's what we should be doing. We should be pleading for everyone to be kind to each other. Fuck, like I didn't cry, but like I wanted to, and yeah. like I definitely like. Like, yeah, if I would have watched it last night, like in the quiet and everything, I would have totally well, yeah. sobbed like a fucking. That's idiot. what I'm saying, dude. I had Chris yeah. over here, mm-hmm. and I didn't know I was like about to go right. on like a psychedelic trip of a movie, mm-hmm. like in my emotions. Sure. It was like that intense. I was like sitting there just holding my chair, and I, mm-hmm. I was trying not to just absolutely break down because. <clears throat> I I wanted to just weep, yeah. but he was, and I, he wouldn't have been, I was, and finally I was like, yo, y'all, I'm like crying. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but I wanted to just weep, and I, my eyes were so full, and I was just like, oh, I'm just holding everything mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And, and then I finally cried some tears, but I wasn't able to cry as much as I wanted to. Sure. And then whenever it was like during the part wherever he started talking about in another life, I would have loved to fold laundry with you. Yeah. I was like, Oh, and I just reached over to Caroline. I was like, oh my <laughs> I yeah. can't do anything, but just reach for you right uh-huh. now. Yeah, no. And I think, you know, um, 
the acting was great. Like you're watching Waymond and Alpha Waymond, like he's flipping back and forth between the both of them with like without a hitch. And those are two completely different people. Oh yeah. You know, like um they're because they're from two completely different timelines. So I think that was great, like incredible that they were able to, you know, get into other characters. You know, yeah. like the same actors were able to be other characters like it was neat so convincingly too right dude and jamie lee curtis Mm -hmm. how she's so badass i love her (laughs) ray was telling me she was like i was i saw an interview um where she said she was super happy and she had so much fun making that movie because she was able to just like she was, she didn't have to get made up and have to, you know, she was like, I could have my stomach be the way that it is. And I could, you know, like I was just able to be a person. I was like, that's fucking cool. And she knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was so entertaining, man. Yeah. God, man. Think about it. Halloween. Oh yeah. To now. Mm-hmm. It's just like prom night, baby. God, what a career. Mm-hmm. But that was, yeah, I mean, besides all of the emotions and all of the big questions that it's presenting and, uh, you know, all of that was just incredible. But also what I really enjoyed were the effects Mm -hmm. and how it seemed very uh, realistic if the CGI wasn't overloaded Mm -hmm. or if it... It was just very well done to where it didn't oversaturate it, like where I felt like I was watching a, you know, an animated movie. Um, but like the fight scenes. Oh, the kung crisp. fu and fight oh, scenes shit. were so sick. Yeah, it was so it was so classical with this like it was like a classic, um, you know, classic, just really good camera movement. And this is me all speaking like. I don't know shit, okay? <laughs> but, like, to me, that's what we loved so much about The Matrix. But it's like, I know you don't... It, you're not... They didn't They didn't reinvent the wheel, but they made it cr- its own little thing. Yeah. I don't know. It was just elevated. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Somebody stop me. No, it's, it's a cool really really cool and well done movie like it's beautiful and like i asked rachel too i was like man how long was the production on this movie because there is there is a thought but behind every single movement of that movie like there is a thought and nuance like there is so much to you know behind every element of that movie so like how long did it take to write that movie? How long did it take to, you know, like, did you storyboard all of this? And, like, how did we get there? Like, because it is incredible. Like, who is the director and producer? Um, did it's we- these two guys. They're called Daniels. Um, both of their first names are Daniel. Okay. So they just go by Daniels, I guess. <laughs> are um, they like a co little thing they like to write movies together i believe so let's see um have they done anything else i'm not sure um yeah i'm trying to think okay they did swiss army man which i haven't seen but 
I've heard nothing but amazing things about that movie. It has Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. Same. And uh, same. What uh, Andy Hull? He did the uh, he did like the music and the score for that movie, uh, from Manchester Orchestra. So like it's crazy man, that's so uh, cool. I, yeah, I don't know. Why I haven't watched it, but I haven't. Um, so, but they haven't really done anything else. I don't think, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, like like Edgar Wright, he made Scott Pilgrim, and that's one of my favorite movies of all time. And like, there's a thought behind every sound that you hear the the tiniest sound in the background. You know, like right. um, when things happen. Or like when somebody turns around and looks at something. Like there's a there's a scene where Scott's walking through a record store, and every time he turns around and like looks at this record, there's just like the sound that goes off in the background, and you don't even fucking notice it, but it's there. And so like that's what I mean. Like with this movie, there's there the tiniest detail behind everything, and that is amazing. I think yes. that's brilliant. Yes, it's very intertwined. So calculated. Yeah, and it's like definitely worth at least another watch. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll definitely watch this movie again. I want to watch it again, too, because I know I'll... Because I just didn't even know really what I was in for fully. Mm -hmm. And until, God, I was freaking knee-deep in emotion in the middle of that mall scene wanting to bawl my eyes out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I gotten myself into? But I also want to cry during a movie where I watch these guys fight to shove a butt plug up their butts. So they can, you know what I mean? Like the, the movie's not afraid to be silly and dumb. And like, it's just, it was great. It was freaking awesome. I'm watching these guys fight Evelyn with butt plugs in their butts. Like you're bringing up a good point. That's stupid. (laughs) And it was awesome. Yes. (laughs) You're bringing up such a good point. I'm glad you're, you're, you brought this up. It's like, because I agree, it did a really good job of being serious mm-hmm. and fun. Oh, that was and a it was a very serious movie and kind of scary. Like they mm-hmm. were they're not scary, but like when they were when she was like stapling her head in that yeah. world, it was just eerie. Yeah. So it, it was definitely just eerie mm-hmm. and and funny at the same time because sure. like not it, one of the later scenes it cut right to her and they were kind of in a intermixing in these timelines and she's like why did you staple me you yeah. know and it was like you Home know fucking beats hilarious. the dude up with dildos you know like <laughs> like that's ridiculous you know um that's stupid but it's also this movie's gonna make you cry in five minutes like like same with like jojo rabbit like that movie ha- have you seen jojo rabbit nope. you should you're gonna cry i'm writing it down you're gonna cry <laughs> And then five seconds later, you're going to laugh your ass off. Yeah. And that's that's awesome. That's what I'm looking for. That's really cool. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for in life. Jojo Rabbit is during World War II. um, And there's a little, there's a Jewish girl living in this little boy's house and the little boy's training to become a Nazi. Oh, shit. Um, But it's funny. It's a comedy, and the little boy's um, imaginary friend is Hitler. Oh, my God. Um, it's an amazing movie. Um, what's her face? Scarlett Johansson's in it. She plays okay. the little boy's mom. Um, I think I. this is kind of... Taika Waititi, he plays Hitler. Um, so it's really funny. You should watch it. I'll definitely. I'm writing. I'm writing all of these down. What else did you like about the movie? Was there anything else that kind of stuck out to you? 
I just, I just thought it was a really pretty movie. Like, I really did. Like, every aspect of it. You know, like, the story, the writing, the cinematography. Everything about that movie was just, like I said, it was calculated. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, One of the best just, movies I've seen in a long yeah, time. No, definitely. You know, it was like, God, this just reminds you of what a really good story mm-hmm. and, and uh, concept and, like, I don't know. I just the studio want to watch more movies (laughs) the studio that makes it a24 um or a24 for whatever i i don't know sorry movie nazis um (laughs) but uh they put out really good movies i'm in the stupid group on facebook wesley's in there too um and like people be like oh does this movie have a24 vibes like it's just a elitist stupid group of movie people Uh-oh. um that are like movie that, drama yeah that just like <laughs> like they're so about a24 in the studio they only release good movies <laughs> yeah. like that those kind of people and but they really do like they they're like th- the Heinz 57 yeah they ch- they put money behind you know really good movies and they release really good movies um so i never i never thought that movie wasn't going to be good whenever i saw the trailer for it the first time i was like oh that movie looks sick and i sent it to wesley and he was like i'm going to check it out and he went and saw it in theaters i never did and i wish i did mm-hmm. uh cuz i really wanted to but for whatever reason i didn't um i think in the theaters if i would have if i would have seen it in theaters i would have really fucking taken away a lot in that moment so i'm really yeah i'm really excited to watch it again and like when it cools down i'm gonna put my movie screen up and like that'd be a movie that'd be really cool that's definitely a fall movie sure let's definitely right put that on the calendar is there anything else that you've been watching lately that has been impressive to you (laughs) well i don't know about impressive We, <laughs> Rachel, last night, we were just looking for something dumb to put on. And she loves Beyonce, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and I always talk about this dumbass MTV movie starring Beyonce that came out in, like, 2001. I'm oh. like, oh, you haven't seen this, Rachel? Like, you have to see it. It's Beyonce. Um, so I rented it last night. It was, like, two bucks <clears throat> on Prime. Um, it's called Carmen, a hip hop and oh it's based on the opera Carmen. Um, and MTV released it. And like, I remember watching it on MTV when it came out. Like, be like, oh, this is so cool, man. Yeah. It's got every like famous hip hop artist from 2001 in it. It has like most stuff. It has, um, who else? Lil Bow Wow. Oh. Jermaine Dupri, the brat, is the Stop. narrator. Um, Stop. Has Rod Digga. Like, it just has all these, like, just like famous hip hop people in it. And it's so bad. It's so <laughs> bad. Um, and we we watched all of it. Or well, we watched most of it last night and we finished it after we watched everything everywhere all at once. And uh, man, they tried to do something. And like, the whole time we're watching it, I'm like, is this self-aware? Like, is this trying to be bad? Because, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> the guy who directed it, Robert Townsend, he directed uh, Eddie Murphy Raw, which is a stand-up, but that's, like, one of the best stand-ups of all time. I'm like, is this comedy? Like, does, do they know that? Because, like, some of it shot, like a, like, a 2001 music video that you went to, like, 
a glamour shots place and like got in front of a green screen and like shot your own music video yeah like it, there's just some real bad shit in there yeah <laughs> and it was so much fun i loved it i had such a good time watching it i was like i don't remember any of this stuff like and i don't remember how i felt about it when i was 11 years old and i watched it <laughs> on yeah, tv did you think it was right cool? yeah did you i like it i don't know how i felt about it in that moment you know at that time but when we watched the last night, it was so bad, and I loved it. I had so much fun. You know what I remember? Uh, one really big MTV memory for me was whenever NSYNC dropped that song, Dirty Pop. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Mm, Did you watch Pop. the making of the video? Yes. <laughs> hell yeah. And it was like, during those, it was, they had different seasons in MTV, like summer. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I loved that era of MTV specifically. Yeah. Like, I miss when MTV played music videos. Like, yeah, me too. Like, I get it. But that time for MTV, like when they had Making the Video, when they had TRL, when they had Next, and Real World, Date Road My Rules. Mom, Real World. Yeah, like all these freaking shows and like fear do you remember fear yes and like yeah and re shout out lonnie reality tv was starting to take over mtv and i know i was here for it like <laughs> late at night they play music videos still cool that was awesome but like yeah that block of like shows they would show during the day and stuff oh, i was so here for it mm -hmm. and i miss it <laughs> like, it's gold man yes. i just remember being in my living room and having it was like dirty pop and i remember christina aguilera uh, I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> that was yeah. really, my sister had that CD. I think I don't know. We had we were playing. Somebody had that CD at my house at some point. Oh man! But yeah, that was yeah. some. Those are some good days. Those are the best. The good that, old days. Those the best MTV for me. Like you know, like I loved all that stuff. There was a show that came on late at night on MTV called Undress. Oh, yo! Yes. It was like yes. watching like yes. It was like getting to watch like porno with no sex. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I remember this show. Refresh my memory. Like okay, it was, what was just the... like an anthology of like college students. So there'd be like a three episode arc of like the same like people, and then it would just cycle through. And it had all these like actors when like there was a lot of people on there that are big name actors now that weren't at the time and that was like kind of how they got into acting or like you know at the early part of their career yeah. and um but yeah it would, and it would just be like college kids getting into sex shenanigans you know like that was it that was literally it <laughs> but i knew that it was talking about stuff that i probably shouldn't be like talking about or like it's like you know. that's one of those channels that you've got the remote in your sure. hand and your finger on the change sure. channel button but bitch. it came on mtv and there was no nudity no nothing so like i could get away with it yeah and so i would stay up late at night and just watch and dress do you remember la femme nikita <laughs> oh yeah no la femme nikita always or silk stockings <laughs> i don't remember that one. Oh man that was just like another like which late, channel late night like oxygen or oh. lifetime show oh, or oxygen. um talk sex with uh dr sue i remember that man big time. That's... i would watch that all the time uh -huh. <laughs> that shouldn't have been man i can't think there was this other one that would come on oxygen and lauren could tell you the name of it i cannot think of it for the life of me what was but the premise it was like it was just like sex vignettes 
like just like okay, what's, what's that word vignettes um, like just like little like episodes okay god like, i'm so sorry that no I'm no you're okay <laughs> it was like yeah it was like an anthology series it'd just be like these little sex episodes and sometimes they when would you say them, sex episodes what do you mean like it'd be like ladies like getting into like situations with men you know like that's literally it like that, there's nothing else to go on like she would meet meet a guy or whatever it was like how how they met and then it got sexy okay. and so like, but sometimes a booby would slip okay and it, but it was on regular tv on oxygen channel oh shit yeah lauren it was would like you can it, show the nipple after noon uh not noon after midnight lauren would call it oxygen porn <laughs> hold on what Oh my god, but that, okay, there was a thing though, I'm not talking about the fuzzy channel, I know that you can, you could see like news on the fuzzy channel, but it did seem like, now that I'm thinking about it, there were a handful of shows, Mm -hmm. it was like after 11 or 12 o'clock, you could see a boob, Uh huh. you could see a boob, and then... But can we also talk about Xena, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn. That, Shout out like, to Lucy Lawless, man. Wow. What a babe. Was paving the way before we mm-hmm. knew that that was being... But how obvious was it? Oh, she and Gabrielle, they were... It was so cool. She that, and Gabrielle were. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Like, you can't see my hands. How is that but... <laughs> How is that going on? You know what I'm saying? I guess because it was so implied that it wasn't just yeah, outright. No, I, that... Was there not an episode where they hooked up though? I... Because like I have, and maybe I'm just making this up in my own head. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'm just writing fan fiction. Um, but was there not an episode where they hooked up? You know, I, I feel would... like there was. I thought so too. All I know is... It was always, I, it was very strong vibes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. And I texted Lauren. I was like, what was the name of the show? And she was like, I cannot remember. <laughs> Man, Man, I thought she would know. Lauren, you're killing me. Oxygen um, six. Yeah. No, th- I, I think it was just extremely implied. And yeah. like, because Xena's a warrior princess and she's a strong woman, she's obviously a lesbian. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it was the nineties and like, it was like, but she couldn't say it. Yeah, so. you can't say you're a lesbian, but she's a lesbian. And she, and she's still sexy to men. Yes. Like she was presented in a sexy way. One hundred percent. It was it was tough. Well, it was totally for the male gaze mm-hmm, yeah. of, you know, like like the stereotypical men like Oh, lesbian! Right, like, like girls kissing lesb- girls. Girls kissing girls are hot. Xena's still hot. Yeah. So, and they're both hot. So that's okay. Yeah. It's not. It's not like if I'm fucking kissing a girl because, like, yeah, I'm, and, and I'm not Xena. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs> Here we go. We're going down. Yeah. Well, Sorry, y'all. Yep. Yeah, let's bitch about men. <laughs> this just, is the she woman men hating club. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah, men are cool. No boys allowed. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a boy, but no boys allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Y'all, we're totally kidding. Oh my god. Uh, but not really though about Xena. Like right. that really is real talk. No, this, this that's totally for what real. It was like you know because boys, got, we love y'all too. Yeah. Y'all are cool. Yeah. But then you had Hercules, <laughs> and that 
was there a crossover where he and Xena kind of had there a thing was. too? There was. That's what so I'm saying. So like that's yeah. and again for the male gaze because like she's not actually lesbian because she likes Hercules. Mm-hmm. So like she still likes boys. So uh-huh. it's yeah. even hotter right. and okay. Like right. she can. It's okay if she kisses Gabrielle because she's still coming home to right. me at night. Yeah, exactly. Shout outs to queer representation <laughs> in the nineties. It's like no wonder <laughs> I've been so fucked up about right. how I'm supposed to be. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! All right, y'all. I'm not. I'm fine. Okay, okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, let's just bitch about queer stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we went and saw a movie the other night at the theater. We what? went and saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh my gosh! That, movie that sounds. Cool. What is going on with that movie? That movie is cool. It's also an A24 film, so it had A24 vibes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, no, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just kidding. Standard <laughs> industry standard at this point. Well, because like A24, they they release like Hereditary and okay. Midsummer, and like they release movies like that, like The Florida Project, and like so like important movies and movies that have a lot to say like and it's not necessarily horror it can be any kind of genre okay um they did spring breakers with james franco and all those people so like it's just elevated movies which what does that even mean like i'm that's just me being an asshole um but they do they do put out really good movies yeah um so like bodies 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 uh Whenever I saw the trailer, you assume that it's a slasher. Like, it's a bunch of rich kids and a mansion for, you know, a night or whatever. And they're like, oh, let's play this game, bodies, bodies, bodies. You pick a card out of a hat. And if you have the X, you're the murderer. And Mm -hmm. you go around and you try and find everyone. All the lights are off. And you touch somebody, they're dead. But people start actually dying. Mm. Um. So then you're trying to like figure out. Like, it's like a who done it, but then in the end, I was like, oh, like, and there's so many setups in that movie where you like you're the whole time you're like on edge and you're like, oh, this is kind of a scary movie. Like you know, it's a slasher. Um. But then in the end, like after everything happens, you're like, oh, that movie wasn't scary at all. But it was cool. Like, yeah. It was. It was really cool. <laughs> it had a uh, Pete Davidson in it and really Lee, and Lee Pace. Um. And some other young actors that I don't know, but like, it was it was a fun movie. Um, I really liked that. So go see it. I recommend that one a lot. Um, what about Nope? Don't tell me too much oh, about nope it. Nope was Nope was dope. <laughs> okay, kidding. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, I should not. Have I asked. <laughs> had to. I had to. Um, no, Nope was really cool. Uh, we really enjoyed that one. Um, okay, good. Has been looking up in the sky all the time you know <laughs> i'm like what's that um it wasn't what i thought it was gonna be okay and i was kind of happy about it actually like um because like when i saw the trailers like it was still ambiguous i didn't know what was actually gonna happen um but in the end it was not what i thought from the trailers at all and i was like oh that- that was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I really, I really liked that aspect of it. It completely threw me off. Yeah. So that was fun. I think Jordan Peele's a really cool like filmmaker. He likes movies, and I love when I love when directors and writers just you can tell they're just a, a movie nerd. 
you they're know, doing like, the little things. Yeah, there. they just yeah. they grew up liking movies, and you know, really like movies are escapism. You know, for a lot of people, um, so they just they grew up liking movies, like like Quentin Tarantino. He t- he will be the first person to tell you everything in my movies I steal from other people because he likes movies, and like every like shots, you know. Mm-hmm setups everything like yeah. he takes from other movies you can put it next to another screen cap of a movie you're like oh that's that scene but who cares like it's, he still makes good films and it's because he loves them mm-hmm. and like same with jordan peele like that dude's a comedian we you know the world was introduced to him as a comedian but like that guy really likes he likes horror movies like he likes movies in general like and Get Out was like a psychological, like, kind of sci-fi-ish movie. Not necessarily sci-fi, but like, you know, we're stealing people's bodies. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, it's still got like a body snatcher kind of element to it in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then Us, like, there's so something that's weird and supernatural there too. They're all science experiments, but it was also a slasher. Like, that was cool. And then you got... Nope, which was, it's a straight adventure sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like, it's not really scary per se. Uh-huh. Like, it's got some, like, spooky and, like, scary elements or, like, suspense. Uh-huh. But, like, I wouldn't, it's not a straight horror film, um, but it's fun. It's mm-hmm. it's an adventure movie. It's like a, like a Goonies or, you know, like an Indiana Jones kind of yeah. vibe. Like, it, it truly feels like an adventure. Okay, I'm going to, I definitely need, I want to watch that movie. I'm going to write it down. So, oh, yeah, no, definitely. I no. highly recommend. Is there anything coming out that you're excited about? Yes. Don't worry, darling. Okay, that, what's up with that? That's directed by Olivia Wilde. I think this is her, maybe her second film as a director because i know she did book smart which is it's like a buddy comedy like two girls graduating high school like they're the nerds we're gonna party um but it's really good Mm a24 film (laughs) just kidding is it really or no you know it really is um i'm pretty sure it is um if and if not it's a24 vibes all right gotcha um but uh, but this other film that she has coming out too, like it definitely, it's surprisingly not an A twenty four movie. Um, but it has Harry Styles and oh shit, Florence Pugh, Chris Pine, uh, Olivia Wilde's in it. Um, and it's seemingly set in like the early sixties and like a new like housing development kind of area. So it, it gives off a little bit of like a Stepford wives kind of Ooh. like feel in a sense. Um, and also kind of like, like when I saw it, I was like, Oh, I love vivarium. Um, Cause all like the houses look the same and stuff. Um, but maybe Chris Pine, like I've only seen a trailer, but like he might be like a, like leading like a cult, like an underground like like men's cult kind of oh, kind of thing or something. But like, there's some weird shit going on. Um, it looks really pretty. Um, I'm really excited to see that movie. Um, What's it called? Don't worry, darling. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it looks beautiful. Like it looks like a really just. When is that set nice to come movie. out? Um, it comes out in September, I okay. think. Um, Pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, and then there was one called Barbarian um, that I saw. It was like a, there's something weird going on 
in the basement of this Airbnb. And like, Ooh. yeah, so it looks kind of spooky. Airbnb. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like it was like from the producers of The Ring and The Grudge. And like, those aren't always my jam. Um, but it looks weird. But like, I'll see Worth it. Worth a shot? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try. Because um, like, I don't know what's really happening. Like, nothing really told me anything from the trailer. It's just some spooky stuff. Is happening. Yeah. So like. And you're always down for that. Yeah. And it's and it's not like the grudge girl coming out of the TV or, <laughs> or no, the ring. Sorry. I'm getting my, getting my movies confused. Um, yeah. There's no Samara coming out of the TV. So like, who knows what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll watch that. Um, I don't know if there's anything else. I saw this gay movie with Billy Eichner that's coming out. It looks looks fun. It's a comedy, gay comedy. Oh, really? Called Bros, yeah. And Billy Eichner's really funny. Like, Have you ever seen Billy on the street? Uh-uh. Oh, he just runs around the street and just like shouts at people. <laughs> Is like, he dressed as anything? Or no. Just himself? He's just himself with a camera dude and a microphone. And he just and yells like, at people? Yeah, he'll be like, ma'am, where'd you get that shirt? It's awful. Like, and <laughs> like that's it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll ask people stupid questions and like people get like mad at him. Really it's, offended it's awesome. and yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah. Billy on the street. Like, God, like, that's I funny. have a microphone, you don't. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> and wh- where's the show at? You can watch it on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, okay YouTube. well, I'm definitely pulling that shit up. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he just runs around the street being an asshole to people. Like, <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> Do you watch any other YouTube shows? Um. No, I just like I there I have YouTubers that I follow and stuff that okay. just like talk about bullshit. Just vlogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um they'll like try it out as seen on TV stuff and like yeah. see if it's practical. Like I can I can watch that and just like get lost. Like I don't have to invest too much into it. Mm-hmm. And Ray and I will watch that together like at night and like just kind of like we can laugh at it and like whatever dude youtube is popping like yeah. i think i need to try to i think it'd be Not really enough. cool to like try to get on youtube sure. you know i don't know but uh yeah, i've just been to, hearing that yeah you need to get on malfunction youtube like so people can see your studio and see what you're doing like you know you yeah. have this whole space like use it i get so nervous though i get insecure it's like i think this space is cool and i know it's like a little uh you know, like hippie-ish, you know, not sure. hippie-ish, but like one day I'm going to have an indoor studio, but like, hey, this is, this is what hey, I've got right now. And I feel like I do a good job well, of making it cozy. Like, I watch people like, because like some YouTubers, I'll just like stumble upon them. I'm like, oh, I want to watch, I'll watch one of their videos. I'm like, oh, I want to watch everything you've done. And then I'll just kind of like binge their whole channel. Yeah. And there's YouTubers where I'll watch them and like, you see where they started and like their content's still good. You'll see, like, you'll kind of just see how their their surrounding and their, like, their stuff evolves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fucking cool. So. I just don't, I, for some reason, I have this fear. And I know this is irrational. Like, this is, like, not real. Um, or, and I mean, it may, it may be real. Like, there's probably some people that think that I'm, like, weird and gross. That I, I don't know. That seems like a <laughs> weird insecurity that they'll be like, is she in a fucking garage to see a Fuck hoarder yeah, a or something. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like huh. insecure about it a little bit. But at the same time, there most people that come into the studio are like, man, this is fucking cool. I you watch know? people doing their fucking bedroom at their parents' house. Like, yeah. You know? So people I need to get on an RV. Well, okay. There's just a lot of tan in here. Like a lot, like the 
the walls are tan. Maybe I'll just freaking paint them. That'd be an easy solution. Okay, here we are making up solutions right, right now right. on the air. You need solutions. Gosh. Oh, if anyone was wondering, that oxygen show is called Bliss. <laughs> 2002 to 2004. Let me see if I can try to find that on the internet somewhere. Bliss. Bliss. <laughs> it was a Canadian show. Oh, see, the Canadians were ahead. Oh, yeah, no. Canadian people totally have it on mm-hmm. us. Like. Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Yep, Bliss. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. Totally. We're over here having watched Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I don't Uh, even think I really watched that, honestly. My mom loved Little House of Tragedies, man. Like, what is that? that no, that, that's Little House on the Prairie. Okay. Yeah, no, that's she was just. I know yeah, no, it's just like every episode was like sad or somebody's coming down with diphtheria or whatever. Uh, you know, like it was just, so she would just call it Little House of Tragedies. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's like Oregon Trail in real life, <laughs> right? Yeah, like a TV show of Oregon mm-hmm. Trail, Little yeah. House on the Prairie. Okay, um, here's a movie. Have you ever seen The Langoliers? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. Okay. How I remember the Langoliers. It, this was in the early nineties. It, it Wasn't like the, the meatball things. Mm-hmm. The meatball monsters. And they like ate time. They <laughs> yeah. ate time. Basically, I guess that's a Stephen King book. Uh huh. Yeah. And when that came out, or when the movie came out, it was in the early nineties, mm-hmm. and it was a big ass deal, and they were going to premiere it on TV, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was going to be a two night event. Because it was so long, and I remember, I distinctly remember that because our neighbors came over to watch it, like, two nights in a (laughs) row, and I remember it freaking me out and shit. Oh, my God. I would love to rewatch that movie. Man, there's some not great Stephen King adaptations out there, and, like, my mom loves Stephen King, and she likes adaptations, too, for some reason. She, like, always watches the movies, Mm -hmm. and they're never as good. Yeah. But, like, like Carrie's great. Christina's great. It isn't actually good, but, like, it's cool. Like, it was always something I watched. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, like, Dreamcatcher, not a good movie, but it's a cool movie. Like, there's so many. The concept of it. Yeah, there's so many, like, Stephen King adaptations out there. Like, he's got good material, but sometimes it just doesn't always translate. (laughs) Yeah, no, best, yo, you know, not at all. I agree. It's very, very low budget seeming, mm-hmm. or I and a lot know. of it's yeah, a lot of it's made for TV. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what was it, Rose Red? Do you remember when that mm-hmm. came out? Dude, that was huge. Like I knew so many people that were watching that. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, it was like a like it was a few weeks, I think, or like it was like an extended, um, you know, like quite a few episodes of mm-hmm. that uh, show. Um, but, like, I remember people thinking it was so scary. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I don't know. Because um, Jesse's over here written something, something. Night, what, Night of the Living Dead 3. From the freaking blockbuster. Yeah. No, totally. Did y'all ever have, did you go to a video store in your suburb? Like, we had blockbuster in Waco, but mm-hmm. then we had video stores, like, in our little suburb. And it was called Flicks, I think, was one. I don't know, but then you... It was the same thing as Blockbuster. They had, like, the little circle things, mm-hmm. and you go pick the circle thing, and then you go get your movie. Do y'all remember that? So... Caroline, you don't remember that? Oh, dang. We never... We didn't have to pull any circles at my Blockbuster. Uh, but, like, you'd have to, like, bring up the case or something. Or, like, I think when there were VHS, they were still, like... They would have the VHS box behind the box. 
Okay. Um, but then there was um in the in our Albertsons there was a little video store, um, and so whenever we'd go grocery shopping, I'd just hang out in there the whole time, and like, and it was cheaper than Blockbuster too. And then we had like Stardust Video, but I never really went there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe the Circle thing was not anywhere but in Robinson. Maybe. Maybe it's like a like a smaller. Maybe town. it was okay. So we had, it was in the strip mall. There was this one video store, and then another one opened. <laughs> oh my gosh, what was it called? I don't know. But we ended up owing them like three hundred something dollars in late fees for Shit. a Barney movie. Shit. We had a like we. It was a VHS that we left in a TV. It had a VHS player on the TV. So, and I think, oh, I don't TV know what VHS happened. We comedy. lost the damn thing. And then we went back like a couple years later to try to rent a movie. I don't remember what. Long story long, we owe like 300 something bucks on a Barney movie. And my Shit. dad was pissed. They're, my mom was like, what? They're like, cough it up, man. Yeah. Like, they still Get out. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> alarm wonder, started going off as soon as we opened like the door. I wonder which Barney movie it was. I don't know, but Sydney was really into Barney. So was I. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I watched a lot of the Barney stuff because of Sydney. But yeah. um There was this one that scared the crap out of me. Which one? <laughs> it was like they went to like this castle. It was it was like a movie. It wasn't like an episode of Barney. It was the, it was a movie. And they went to like this castle and there was an elf. Ooh. And wash. I can't remember what her name is. Twinkle, maybe, or something. But, like, when she first shows up, she's, like, in the bushes. And you just see the bells on her shoes. Okay. And you hear them ring. And everyone's like, what's that? And, like, I was like, what the fuck? Because I had seen Leprechaun at this point. So I was like, that is something high in the bushes that's not fucking cool, Barney. What the fuck? So, wait. <laughs> you've watched Leprechaun? Oh, yeah. And... Twinkles in the bushes because I knew I knew that like little things that you couldn't see that hid weren't good, and like the the, the kids are like they hear their echo, and then like then it starts talking back to them, and I was like, Mm-mm, nope, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is not okay, and then yeah, and then you see her in the bushes, and I was like, no, that's a big fat no, and then she comes out, and you're like, oh, and just this little elf lady, like. Lady <laughs> but man, I was scared shitless on an episode of Barney, so that's cool. And I remember Zoom. Oh man, <laughs> Zoom. Yeah, no, that was the best. Lauren also, she knows what's up with Zoom. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Not really. I tried because, like, all the boys that I hang that I would hang out with at school and stuff, they were all into Dragon Ball Z. But like, I never got into it. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I liked like Pepper Ann and Doug and stuff like that. So <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z wasn't my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite Nickelodeon cartoon. Favorite Nick cartoon. <sighs> okay. Which Nick cartoon do I think is the best? That's between probably As Told by Ginger and oh, man. maybe Hey Arnold. Okay. Doug is really up there too. I think it's really good. I think like as actual shows, not like even like further than um, 
just like it being like a kid's cartoon. Like as actual shows, I think those are great. They talk about things. Yes, um, yes, yes. You know, especially like Ray and I went back and like watched As It's Told by Gender like earlier this year. And I was like, oh, no, they're they're trying to say stuff. Like they're trying to actually talk to kids and not treat kids like they're babies and stupid yes you know? dude. like I it's not just totally filler it's not just filler like they want to talk about stuff and and try and explain and enlighten kids and like you know like maybe they do have to tell it in a little you know in a way that appeals to them uh, you know but we're actually talking about stuff mm-hmm. and i think that's great so i think yeah those are the best like just like objectively the best nick cartoons i would probably agree with you on that i would a hundred percent as told by ginger because Mm -hmm. me and sid used to watch that together a lot um and and yeah i remember it just it didn't last very long it was only a couple of seasons Mm -hmm. or something and i was so sad about that because i really really liked the show yeah and i think i was a little bit older when it came out it was yeah i was i I think i was a little older and i still loved it i was still like you know yeah, totally. I was waiting for each episode every week, and it was a really cool way for me and Sid to connect. Sure, because she was she's five years younger than me, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it was like a way for us to be able to bridge like real conversation. Right. I don't know. It was a way like we were both sitting in viewing it together, so it was a way for us to both absorb this message, yeah. and like so we both know like this now i don't know how to explain that this is kind of just coming to me as i'm thinking about it but um and it it just makes sense because sid and i are really like close we talk about a lot of stuff and Mm -hmm. when i look back on us watching that and why we love that so much together i'm like that makes a lot of sense you know because it was it was deeper than most of the stuff we were watching but also like rocket power was awesome rocket power was great um, uh, that was probably one of my favorites. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we're not talking like objective and like, you know, like stuff like that or like impact and like I Rocket Power is just a fun show and I enjoyed it so much. Dude, yes. Rocket Power. Mm-hmm. Um Thornberries. I never really got into wild thornberries like that. Like I was always on, you know, and I always knew it, but like sure. I didn't go out of my way to watch wild thornberries like that. Mm-hmm. Um but it was, yeah, it was always there. What about All Real Monsters? Hell yeah. yeah. I loved All Real Monsters. I that would love to rewatch that. Um, So I think like all of like Nickelodeon like is on like Paramount Plus if you guys oh, have that. Oh, hell yeah. So like that's how we watch like As Told by Ginger. But like I would put on All Real Monsters too like when to just have on if I was like looking for something. Um, So yeah, you can watch it on there. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, pretty much everything's on there. Hey Arnold. Um any Nicktoon really what's a weird kind of underground show or cartoon that you watched when you were younger that like can you think of something that's Uh, off the wall a little bit I liked reboot a lot and I don't know how many people got into reboot like and like what was that and where did you find it it was one of the earlier like shows that was like using like CGI and stuff so like okay um and they're inside of like a like like side of like a circuit board or like technology like it's like um god i haven't watched it in years but like i just thought it was really neat like the people they're not humans they're i'm pretty sure yeah they live in like a like inside of technology okay what in some capacity um but like 
it was doing things that a lot of other shows weren't doing then, you know, as far as like using CGI and stuff like that to make an entire cartoon, like an entire show. Um, so that one was cool. You know, Angela Anaconda. I don't know how many people yes, out there will remember it. Bit. Okay, what was it on? It was on like Fox Family, but like it was all made out of like paper. Uh huh. Um, kind of like South Park. Yeah. Um, but everything was like kind of like black and white. Uh-huh. All the characters were black and white, but yeah, all the all the people were like cut out of paper. Um. And I guess like stop motion or, you know, s- something to achieve that. Uh, but that show was always cool. I always liked watching it. It was kind of gross and it was dumb. And so. Do you remember Pete and Pete? Hell yeah, I remember Pete and Pete. I want a Petunia tattoo so bad. Yeah. Um, I always thought that Pete was so cool because he was a kid and he had a tattoo. And uh, yeah. And that was on Nickelodeon, right? Mm-hmm. It's so kind of, it's wild to think back to that was on Nickelodeon because yeah, it was a little edgy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That and like salute your shorts uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> was it dude ranch? Hey dude. Hey dude. Hey dude. There dude. Okay. So those are the shows that Amy and I really yeah. watched was Hey dude, salute your shorts. Uh, what were we just talking about? Um, uh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete. Yeah. And like at the time, like my mom was still pretty young. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like she had me when she was 21. So like, she still like could vibe with those shows. Sure. So like I watched all those shows, you know, when I was young and stuff. Like she always liked watching Are You Afraid of the Dark with me and stuff. Yes, um, dude. Okay, the vampire one. Yeah. Was he coming out of a movie screen? I or think something so. with the, his nail. <sighs> and there was the one with the thing in the swimming pool. Yes. Oh, it was that was like so bloody s- and it was so scary. Yeah. It was so scary. That one was. Yeah. The mall. Do you mm-hmm. remember the mall one? The mall one. I'm they were stuck in the mall somehow, and maybe like a pinball machine. Uh, uh, this I, is like uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't I know. Really watch all those. Did you ever watch Animorphs? Uh, yes, and I read the books. Oh, I used to read the books like crazy. But I don't know if I watched the show. I mean, I think I watched it a little bit, but right. Not much. I always like. I always forget there was a show and I'm like, oh yeah, like, but I can't remember anything about it, but I've been wanting to like go back and just like watch it and see like, how do you make Animorphs a TV show? Yes. You know, <laughs> like there's things that I watch just like for the sake of like, why? Uh-huh. Like, why did, how did this happen? How did this get made? Um, what does it look like? Like, this, I just think it's interesting sometimes like see like, yeah, just like strange media. What the hell are people thinking? Yeah. yeah. What's that show, Alex? The Secret World of Alex Mack. Boom. She was a lesbian icon. 100%. I'm just going to say it. 100%. Backwards hat. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Tomboy. Like, I wanted to be Alex Mack, and I was definitely a lesbian. Absolutely. So, like, I can <laughs> like, back that shout up. Shout out to Larissa Lanik. Like, yeah, no, I thought that show was so cool, and... But, like, what, she turned into a puddle of liquid? And just... (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, lime green. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, I loved Alex Mag. I, like, I had a crush on her, but I also wanted to be her. Yeah, 100%. Um, So, like, yeah, I was always watching that show. Um, What else? What else? It was, like, Cousin Skeeter. Do you remember that show? Yeah. His cousin was, like, a puppet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they were black. Like, yeah, no. Oh my god. I think Megan Good was in that, babe. Um, but yeah, no. Cousin Skeeter was my jam. 
I used to watch Babysitter's Club a lot. Yes. I used to watch the show and like the movie. Mm-hmm. I think the movie came out like 94, 95. Um, I used to watch the movie religiously, but I used to watch the show a lot and I used to read the Babysitter's Club books. I know I watched them in that movie and we also had all those books laying around too. Mm-hmm. Those and Goosebumps. Well, and recently Netflix um, picked up a Babysitter's Club show and uh, it has Alicia Silverstone from clueless obviously um she's like one of the girl's moms um and that and the reboot of the show it has a lot to say okay like we're talking about you know we're talking about a lot of stuff um that we wouldn't have talked about in in, 1994 yeah well or even 1989 when they're you know making that show like nothing like that um so it was it was really cool i really enjoyed the show like it's not i don't think it's just for kids like you know uh, there was one of the books and the girl, one of the girls was named Mallory. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, I remember, like, just being so, like, oh, this book has my name on it, <laughs> you know? And I felt so, it was so weird, but cool to see my name yeah. in a title well, thing, you know? And I think from, like, out of all of the babysitters in the Babysitter's Club, like, Mallory and Christy, those are the lesbians. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so shout outs. Shout outs. Yeah, no, Christy from Babysitter's Club, total lesbian. Um, Honestly, though, I don't remember anything, but that makes sense. Yep. Yep. No, nope. I'd say Mallory is probably a lesbian. Yeah. Mallory's, so. we just, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, probably a lot of lesbian Mallory's out there. Yeah. We've got some strong, you know, gay vibes, but that's, hey. That's good. Whatever, We're man. just, it is what it is, Mal's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> malfunction. God damn. Oh, malfunction. Uh, what about Punky Brewster? <laughs> Hell yeah, I love Punky Brewster. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she was so cool. Her style was so cool. Yeah. And I Fun. loved it. Like, same with, like, I think that was, like, the 80s, though. And. I watched, like, all the 80s shows because of my mom. Because, like, she was a kid in the 80s. So, like, Facts of Life. Like, I would just watch the Facts of Life all the time. Take good, take bad, both of I never really watched that that much. But, wait, was there a Mallory on that show? <sighs> Let's see. Blair, Joe, um, Tootie. If there was, I don't remember. Okay. There was a show that had a Mallory on it, uh-huh. and that's why I'm named Mallory. Really? Because Amy watched the show, and when I was born, they were like, what are we going to name her? And she was like, Mallory. So I, Amy I, named you? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I could be making this up, or she was involved somehow, like it, mentioning sure. the name Mallory, huh. or it's either that or I am going crazy. <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like if I made that story up in my head, that's concerning. But yeah. um, something like that. I think there was some show, there was a Mallory in it. Hmm. Um, be interesting to know. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I don't know. But yeah, like my mom was always a tomboy. So like, I don't know. I'm So was I. Like, I don't even know if you're allowed to use that term anymore. But like, whatever, I said it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it's bad. But like... Know. There was a character on the Facts of Life named Joe, and Joe's a total lesbian. Yes, and like, yes, so, okay. Like, yeah, she had bangs. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'll so come back. yeah, I wanted to be Joe. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I think why that's probably why I connected with that show, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there was a lot of, like, like movies and shows like that, like, that just, like, spoke to me. And, like, it was like, this is who you are. Like, yeah. this is, you know, this is how you want to portray yourself. And, like, but, like, I don't know, like, uh, A League of Their Own. Like, how we were talking about that. Like, okay, that's something I just watched. Okay, let me... So let's get into that. Rachel and I have watched a few shows, so we'll talk about a league of their own first. Because like you're like, have you been watching anything? I'm like, eh, I don't know. No, I've watched a ton of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like we're just now getting warmed right. up a little bit. Um, no. So we watched the league of their own. We binged through it. We watched the whole show. Um, shout out to Abby Jacobs. Abby Jacobson. She um she wrote the show and like created it and stuff. Damn. Um, but like. I liked it so much because I really loved that movie growing up as a kid because these girls were playing baseball and like, yeah, it's all queer coded and, you know, like, so like, we're not talking about the actual queer women that played, uh, you know, in the, in the all American league, but we are now, you know, like we have, we have a platform to be able to talk about those things and nobody be upset. Like, like when the movie came out, it had to not alienate the straight white family from mm-hmm. going to the movie theater together mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, on a Saturday night or whatever. Um, and everyone can enjoy it and it's fun. We're, we're looking at history, but we're like, we're not actually looking at real history, mm-hmm. but like, it was still like, it still was there. It's it's what we had, mm-hmm. you know. Like and and it sucks to say that, like um, you know, like we had to look up to those things, but they weren't actually speaking to us or like weren't actually saying what we needed them to say. And it also, if you kind of think about it, in one way, it's it's fun. It's almost sometimes harmful because it's teaching us that you can't actually say sure or be. It's like this is under the radar, and you right. think about how under the radar or I think about like how much of my life has been under the radar and it was it's like yeah it's great that we had some of that flash of that like hey there is a gay tone here but there's also the tone of you can't really say actually do that don't ask don't tell right like it's implied right but but like we can't actually say that stuff but like but like again it's what we had so it's what appealed to me you know, I liked baseball. I liked playing sports. I liked doing all that stuff. So seeing other women be able to do it, cool. But I also wasn't seeing, and there's no people of color. <laughs> you know, like, that. that's another thing, too. And it's like, so now in this version, like, again, we have the platform and the place to be totally. able to say all of these things. And it's actually speak to people and not to just queer people. You know, it speaks to all people. And that's really cool. And, like, we have all kinds of people consuming this media. Awesome. You know? So I really enjoyed the fact that I got to watch something that, you know, I grew up loving. But through a a lens that we have now. Mm -hmm. um, And be able to do something a little different. Like, it wasn't the same. You know, the show was definitely not the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Like, there were some things where they nodded to the movie or whatever, you know, or, like, paid homage to the movie. But it wasn't trying to be the movie, like, whatsoever. Um, and, you know, there was 
plenty of people of color that were main characters in this show. You know, the main characters of this show are queer women. Lots of them. You know, like there's a bunch of queer women. Or, you know, like clear, uh, queer characters in the show. We're also talking, this sh- the, the setting of the show is 1943. You know, it's during World War II. So there's also a trans character. You know, and and we're talking about a trans black character at that. So we're talking about how unsafe it is for not only for gay people, but for black people, for trans, you know, people of color. Like we're talking about all of this stuff. And and, and it's not in a bad or shameful way. Um, I think it was just it was really well done. If you know, if we're going to do this, like, okay, it was Mm -hmm. cool. It was a really cool show. I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, we burned through it real fast. It was, it was only eight episodes. Um, how long are they? Uh, they range from like 45 minutes to like right under an hour. Mm. Um, you know, there's plenty of baseball. We're playing baseball. We're, but we're being lesbians. (laughs) We're, I mean, like we're hiding, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. You know, like, um, we get to see how people are treated. Um, you know, I cried a lot. Yeah. When we were watching the show, I cried a lot. Uh, Ray cried a lot. Like she texted me because I think I left it on. And I went to work, uh-huh. and she was like, "I came home from the store, and this where it's at on the show is really upsetting me." <laughs> She's like, "I'm mad." I was like, "I'm sorry." Um, so I, it was really good. Damn. Yeah. What? Where do you stream it? It was on Prime. Okay. Um. So yeah, watch a league of their own. Like if if you're a fan of the movie and any capacity i think you should watch i would think you should watch the show but you don't have to be a fan of the movie to be able to watch the show and understand Mm -hmm. like not at all um but after we watched the show i went to work and i asked rachel you you never seen the movie and she was like no i don't think so so i put it on for her and she watched the movie when i went to work and she said she cried and you know she really loved it like like because yeah like it's such a good movie but we could have done so much, but not at the time, not in the nineties. Yeah. Like like with fried green tomatoes. Like mm-hmm. it's implied that obviously Edgy is a big raging lesbian. <laughs> you know? And yeah. she is in love with Ruth. But we're not actually talking about it. But it's just oozing it's, out of every scene. Yeah, no, you know, it's we like, all know this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we all know? know this. Just call a spade a spade. Yeah. Make these make these women lesbians and they love each other and they have a son together and then she dies and it's heartbreaking. Fine. But like, we'll just call it what it is. They're lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, they couldn't actually be lesbians way back then. You know, but they're lesbians, so just, just do it. Like, we couldn't in the 90s, but we can now, and that's yeah. great. I think that's really, really great. It, and it's also, it, it's like looking, when, you, when we rewatch these movies, um, I think it's also good, though, that we do still have the el- that original element, like fried green tomatoes, mm-hmm. where... Because even it not being able to say it out loud, that actually is really what the fuck was actually like. Right, and we got away with it. Like, it's still there. Because, like, yeah, we obviously all still know it without them having to say it once. But you know what I'm saying about, like, actually, and you were even saying that in real life, these women, if this was actually a real scenario, like, would not be able. And... 
they this woman could be all the way into her old age and have lived a life loving this woman, this other woman, but never being able to have it actually validated by her social peers and her environment mm-hmm. yeah. and no one actually validating their relationship. You know, like how <laughs> fucking maddening that's got to be to live your entire life I, that way, you know? I literally said that to Ray when we were watching A League of Their Own, like the, the series, because... I was like, listen, this is 1943. I said, so these women and you know, and these people, the you know, all of these queer people, mm-hmm. and like that live within the show, they will never know a life um, where they can be themselves out in public and in the open. Like they will never live to see that, you know, like truly, because you're thinking about it, um, the 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 women on the team, they were all. I'd say probably ranging from 18 to, you know, mid 20s. So if we're in 1943, these women were born in 1910, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they even then, like, you got to live to be 100 to even see 2010. And like, and it's still like, we're still getting there. Mm-hmm. So none of them lived a life to know, totally. like, th- to have the experience that we have right now. Like, it's still not great, but like, we still, we have, a, again, a platform to mm-hmm. talk about things like this and it'd be okay. So, and they never got to experience that. And, yeah. that, and that is insane. That is wild mm-hmm. to like think about. Um, so I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, it's cool to see that. Like, not necessarily cool, but like, it's important to see those things and see how people were treated um, so we don't make those mistakes again. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's important. Yeah, so. for sure. I love it. And then we watched uh, an entire uh, telenovela about Menudo, the boy band oh from my Puerto Rico. God. It was like a 15 episode, hour episode a piece. Damn. <laughs> it was like, so there was a documentary that came out on HBO Max about Menudo, and I'm obsessed with boy bands and like pop music. So like I'll consume any shit like that. Okay. Um, so I watched the documentary. And I'm always on Google, like looking up everything. And I saw a that there was a like a TV series based on like the trajectory of Menudo, and I was like, I gotta check this out. Um, <laughs> so it's on Prime, and I pu- I put it on, and I started watching it on my own. Uh, Ray caught like the tail end of the documentary with me, so I started watching the show on my own, and then Rachel started watching the show, and then we got into it, and we watched this entire show. 15 episodes hour piece um there was uh it was dubbed in english so like it's really hard i think to like portray people's like inflection and like and stuff like that when you're dubbing something um because it's not the same actor it's not the same moment it's not the same feeling Mm -hmm. um so but i knew sometimes i'm not always paying attention and i can't like it's all in spanish like you know i'm catching words here and there fine uh but not enough to just like watch it in spanish the whole time yeah uh but finally i did i just like i turned off the (laughs) english dubbing i was like i have to watch this in spanish so i need to know what these people's voices actually sound like Uh um and then i did and i was like oh that's so much better (laughs) but we watched it all like and it's wild like i didn't understand how big menudo was like globally um they didn't do as well in the states but like 
all over like South America and like in other countries, like they were huge and they had that career was so long because I mean, like they cycle boys out, you know, right. when, when okay, they age yeah. out of it. So like, but like the guy that was the brains behind the entire operation of it, like wild, like I did not understand like how big of a scale like Menudo actually was. What does that mean in English? What Menudo? Yeah. I think they said it means like little something. Ah, fuck, I can't remember. Guess we could look at that. Yeah, you could. Um, it's also, I think, breakfast, some sort of breakfast, and that's, other cultures. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, is that a food? Yeah, no, it's or, a food. Or um, something. I don't know. Can someone look up menudo? <laughs> sure. We gotta give. Menudo. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up the boy band. You know, <laughs> on your phone. Yeah. Menudo. Let's see. Menudo. <laughs> This translation literally came up. A spicy soup. <laughs> a spicy Mexican soup made from tripe. That's what it says on here. But in the in the show, that's not what they say okay. at all. Um, but so, yeah. That's so funny that y'all got down the rabbit hole. Oh, we did. We did. And like in the documentary, they're saying some not nice things about like the creator and like some of the people that were just around, like yeah, you know, part of the operation. Like you know, wasn't so Ricky Martin? Ricky Menudo? Martin was in Menudo. Okay, um, and like they're you know they're just talking about like some of the harm and things mm-hmm. that the boys experienced during their time, and you know, trying to talk about it. Some people didn't believe, you know, people didn't not believing them, and and things like that. Um, and the show didn't really play it that way, like kind of, but not really. Like it was very gracious to mm-hmm. the the man Edgardo Diaz that started the group. Um, so, but the documentary was really interesting. Like again, I did not understand how like how long and how like big they actually were. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're talking like you know. Beatles and like you know Backstreet Boys in wow. sync status mm-hmm. you know like they were on TV you know all over the place they had um, what's it called like soap operas about them like all kinds of stuff they were doing it yeah. was wild um, but not so nice you know like kind of dark stuff happening yeah. in the backgrounds it was really interesting Man, man. Well, we got Halloween coming up, so you're yeah. gonna be on your movie grind for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, watch a scary movie every day of October. Yeah, um, I'll do that. I've been doing that every year for a while. Y'all should follow um, Jesse on Instagram. What's your tag? Um, <laughs> it's stupid. It's uh, Jesse Amaze one two three. That's literally it. Spell it. J E S S E A M A Z E. One, two, three. Boom. <laughs> no, but for real, y'all should follow Jesse, especially like leading into Halloween on her stories. She'll yeah. put like what she's watching. Mm-hmm. And if y'all, if you didn't know already, Jesse is really, really good at picking fun movies, talking about movies, breaking movies down. So she's got really good recommendations. Um, kind of like across the board. So if you need some help with like your your Halloween vibes this year, Jesse is one of the people you need to follow. 
Um, she'll help you get into the zone. She'll get you some good movies playing if you got a party coming up, that kind of stuff. I'm over here. I'm like hype man right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I've been like so looking forward to fall and I'm really pumped about Halloween. Me too. Um, and like because the last few movies we've seen in theaters have been um, horror movies. Um, we've been seeing a lot of horror trailers which there's a lot of good stuff coming out that I'm really excited about, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, September and onward. So I'm just like, I'm Should holding out for that. Should be a good season. That. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to get to watch spooky movies and like make that a thing. Because like I watch horror stuff all the time, but like I specifically like just for the month of October for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like people put out lists a lot. Like a lot of people that I follow put out lists and like try and watch this genre of horror movie on this day or, you know, whatever. So I'll, I'll like save them and I won't necessarily follow one specific person's thing. But like, if I'm looking for something to watch, mm-hmm. I'll just like pull it up and be like, what does this person say to watch on this day? And like, if I'm into that, then I'll do it. Um, absolutely so like it makes it fun it, it really just like makes my my whole movie journey for that month fun mm-hmm. um so and what i think is so another really cool thing about the way that you watch movies and um is how you dive into like who's the director who's the producer and you start to go down that like rabbit hole or you expand that web of, okay, this person's done this and this and this, and Mm -hmm. you just kind of go to one thing to the next and it. And I don't know, most people, or I don't, I don't really think about who's the director and stuff like that, but see, I'm not super into movies in the way where I'm like, "Mm, I have to watch this movie when it comes out. But I, you know, I can recognize a good movie when I see one. Sure. But, um, but anyways, it's really, it's really fun to be around you when you talk about movies and to watch a movie that you've watched. So we, so I can hear what you're thinking right. because it helps me understand like what's going on technically, especially yeah. like what are people really doing? There's, there are different and new ideas, but there's also kind of a, a blueprint to some of this stuff that you can pick out. You know? Right. Like I, I think like one, I just really like movies. So like I retain all that information, but like what I like about like knowing different directors and like writers and stuff like that is because I'm like, Oh, well if I like this movie by this person, maybe I'll like their other stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'll go explore that and it might lead me somewhere else. It might lead me to find something that I really like, like, uh, like Edgar Wright again, like the director of Scott Pilgrim. He also did Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead. You know, like I know that I like his style and those, all of those movies are completely different movies, but like it still has his stamp on it. It's still, it's still Edgar Wright and same with Tarantino, like, and same with, you know, Wes Anderson. Like he has a very specific color palette he likes to use and like an Mm. aesthetic. And so like, I know that, all of his movies are roughly going to kind of be that way even if they're different stories uh-huh. um so like that's what i love about knowing different people because like yeah i just know there's i know their style absolutely and i know that i vibe with that style so like let me check it out some more another cool thing about you is that you have impeccable memory with this <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff like the details that you remember this that's not, i do not remember anything 
I'll watch a movie and I won't remember that movie sure. a couple <laughs> weeks later, you know. Um, like I only blindness. remember Lord of the Rings that trilogy because I watch it so much, you know. <laughs> Y'all, I'm I'm sorry, I'm kind of lame sometimes, but it is what it is. But yeah, that's that's another thing that's really intriguing to me about you is the way that you can just spit off all of these mem- like all of these scenario or all of these scenes and all of these specific things about the movie that. I'm like, dude, I don't remember any of that shit you know, like, <laughs> at all. So, so as how, you walk what, out of the theater, you're like, oh, that's, I'm done. <laughs> what, what do you attribute that to? Like, how did you start to develop that skill? I don't know. Cause like, I think there's a lot of things that I do or that like anybody does really like skills that go hand in hand with each other. So like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm fluent in Spanish or anything like that. Cause I'm definitely not. But like, can I get through it or can I listen to you talk and like know what you're saying for the most part? And like, can I work my way through it? Yeah. And I think that languages and like music, like I have to, I have to know how to say and sing words the same time while I'm playing an instrument, a whole instrument, you know, like I'm using different parts of my brain to do that. And so like, yeah, like I think like being able to kind of like retain languages a little bit, um, comes from the same place Mm -hmm. and like i think yeah i think movies and stuff are the same like i just like i get one skill from another and i think like i i can remember people i remember people that i went to first grade with and i didn't even go to first grade i went there one year the school i went to first grade don't even i went there one year to remember people's names oh yeah i can remember people's names and faces i'm getting really bad with that i'm starting to now like it but like i can remember people that i yeah that i knew when i was seven Mm -hmm. um i mean there's like i mean it's it's bizarre like i can i can get on facebook right now and just like look up people like first and last name that i went to like elementary school with i'll find them Uh like oh that's that person i'll remember their face i'll remember everything and like it's it's weird um so like i think i just thought yeah my memory like that like um i used to watch rock and roll jeopardy it used to come on vh1 i I have so much like musical knowledge Mm -hmm. just like the dumbest facts and the dumbest shit Mm -hmm. from watching that show my uncle gary is really really smart in that way where he he has impeccable memory Mm -hmm. and he reads all the time yeah and so and we'll play like trivia Mm -hmm. we used to a lot like when i was younger and and he he was just it's you can't even compete with him right like you it wasn't even fun you know because he's literally gonna beat everybody by himself and we're playing this trivia game i don't remember it was like trivial pursuit i don't know it, back in the day, they were just the weirdest freaking questions that no one would have known anything about anything, but he knows it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, it's he reads all the time and he retains all this information. Mm-hmm. And dude, he's just got so many facts. Like, boom, right yeah. there. <laughs> it's like, crazy. My mom's a huge reader. Um, I like to read too, but I, I don't read nearly as much as I should uh-huh. and not nearly as much as my mother. Um, but like, dude, my mom's won millions of dollars on Jeopardy. Not really, but, but just like sitting there, Je- be like spouting that shit off. You sit down and watch Jeopardy with that woman. She's all day long, all Damn. day long, and she'll answer it the right way. Like, like she'll answer it in the form of a question. Like, what is? yeah, and it, 
She'll be cleaning and watching Jeopardy and just answering the questions. Who wants to be a millionaire? My mom's won that a million times too. Like, you know. Dude, um, wait. That movie, or no, that show. Yeah. Talk or about The a, Weakest Link. Oh. You, oh, The Weakest Link. Goodbye. <laughs> Dude. Fuck. Okay, those two shows. Yes. But Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That took over everyone's mm-hmm. lives. Sure. And I remember Phone just friend? like, yeah, like you shut <laughs> down. Everyone was watching Who Wants. Yes. Who, yeah. And Your then we entire had household. Me, my mom, household. my mean, everyone were watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And then I remember we had the computer game. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> watch out. Serious. We're over here playing this computer game. We got it for Christmas or something. And like my dad and my uncle are in there with us and we're like trying to we're trying to win a million dollars, you yeah. know? And they asked this question, some James Bond question, like, which agent, you know, did Sir something? And it was like A, C, Q, or I don't know. And my dad was like, It's Q. Everybody knows it's Q. And so we <laughs> selected what it was like was C he wrong? was Q. <laughs> wrong we give him shit to this day like it's cute everybody knows it's cute oh shit that is so another funny. fun story about my dad dad i'm sorry i'm putting you on blast right now this is funny this is funny as shit so we were <laughs> there's like a, a a storm was blowing in okay it was like really storming really bad and we're watching, and we're like out on the front porch. We had this big front porch, and we're just out there sitting in the rocking chairs, and we're watching the storm blow in. And the lightning's getting bad. And like, I can see, like, in the distance, I see a couple of transformers blow. I'm like, damn, Dad, like, it's getting kind of bad out here. And I get, I like, I pop up in his lap. I'm like, are you sure we're supposed to be out here? He's like, oh, yeah, Mama, everything's gonna be okay. And as soon as he said, okay, a lightning bolt. <laughs> struck the telephone pole right in front of our house like (laughs) and the freaking telephone pole caught on fire the fire the wire came whipping down it was on fire it caught our freaking like ditch on fire the fire like truck came over there (laughs) you know it was i guess they weren't like i don't know what they did it was electricity it was crazy but uh anyways yeah sorry that was my dad was like no mel mel everything is sorry anyways Long stories long, my dad likes to check out the weather just like any other dad. Um, didn't didn't one of y'all light the bedroom on fire or something? Uh, no, no one lit the bedroom. Oh, no, your bedroom caught on fire. Yeah, right? but Sydney lit the pasture on fire. Oh, okay. So the two things, you were like correct, kind of. <laughs> I was like, I was like, didn't your closet catch on fire or something? So your dad was Sydney's, in his underwear. <laughs> that's another story. So... When Sydney was in like high school, yeah, she was in high school because I remember my mom calling me the next day, and my parents have a habit of doing this, okay? <laughs> Though, if something bad has happened, they'll call me like, everything's okay. <laughs> everything's okay. Oh, that's real assuring. As, yeah, as soon as I answer the phone, everything's okay now. Everything's okay, but like, but our house caught on fire last night. So, <laughs> Sydney um, was in high school. She had a friend over, thank God, because Sydney has narcolepsy and she literally oh, yeah. can't wake up. Like we and Sydney, we didn't know Sydney had narcolepsy at this point. We just thought right. that like, what the fuck? Get sleeping. up! Like, can, why are you? Can, why can you not get up? Same thing with Amy. Right. Um, so, anyways, she had a friend over, and in her closet 
we had like an air vent because they had it. That's right. Yeah, they had a cat and they put the kitty litter in there. So and it was like a bathroom vent. Well, Sydney left that. Well, we left it on like all the time. Um, and I don't even think we had a cat at that point anymore. It was just like <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Okay. Well, that thing was left on way too long. The engine in it burned up or something and it caught the closet on fire that thing caught on fire and then eventually it fell down and sydney just had clothes and shit everywhere and so it <laughs> started like Christ. catching everything on fire well sydney's friend woke up because it started smoking up the Where room. The, they were sleeping yeah they oh, were asleep shit. started smoking up the room and S- sydney wasn't waking up right and and Kaylin, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Kaylin. She was like, Sydney, Sydney, wake up, wake up. Your closet's on fire. Like she didn't like she looked up and the freaking closet was on, was on fire. And I guess it didn't the smoke detector wasn't going off just yet. But she woke Sydney up and when they were running to my mom and dad's room, the smoke detector started going off. Uh-huh. And so um they banged on the door and my dad and mom were like, What's going on? And they were like, <laughs> my dad's in his freaking underwear and he's like oh my gosh so he runs in there and well there's a window in sydney's room and right outside that window is a water hose and so my dad is like boom he opens up that window boom, kicks out the freaking screen grabs the water hose and he's like <laughs> call 911 <laughs> like hosing down the freaking closet you know and his whitey tighties um and then uh i think he kind of got it out i don't even know if he got it out or not i don't know what the deal was but the fire department showed up my and i think my mom brought him some jeans and he had some jeans on by the time the fire department got there thank god but anyways i think he might have gotten it out and they had to do all this, like, make sure it didn't get up in her attic. It was like, once it gets up in your attic, it's like, it takes over your whole house, you yeah. know? And so they had to put up all these sensors because sometimes it can reignite and stuff. But, sure. but yeah, they were like, yeah, this was, uh, <laughs> like, you know, just a couple minutes away from really getting up into the attic. And that would have been, you know, y'all wouldn't have been able to contain it anymore. Right. But so thank God. But then a couple years later, Sydney's living her best life. <laughs> party yeah out in the pasture and they had freaking fireworks i think my parents were out of town or something my dad i don't remember what was going Hell these yeah. were during the hard years i think Hell yeah this is the hard years like we were really life had been twisted and turned yeah. upside down and we <laughs> were really living fucking wild so anyways sydney caught the pasture on fire with her boyfriend they were shooting fireworks and the fire department showed up and I mean they had to call the fire department because it got it was like the whole fucking pasture and it was about to go you know so they had to break down and call the damn fire department and and then they were like threatening to arrest them and stuff because it's basically illegal what they were doing right Um, well I mean Texas there's like a burn (laughs) ban at all times yeah it was like (laughs) not a good idea all in all but uh, you know, you live and you learn, you crash and you burn. Yeah. And yeah. then you got to call the fire department. In my life, like whenever, whenever I drive, yeah, because like Texas, there's always a burn man, you know? So like, I always like drive past these like burnt patches of grass on uh-huh. the highway. And like, I asked Ray the other day, I was like, you ever see one of those? I wonder if 
you've ever caused one because like i smoke cigarettes you know she used to smoke cigarettes like i have an ashtray in my car i put my cigarettes out like you know but there's been years of my life where i'm just i was an idiot mm-hmm. you know just like flip my cigarette out the window because like yeah like, whatever middle of july right yeah like so like i'm always like yo have i ever caused like a like a highway fire like, or is it like a fire on the side of the road because i threw my cigarette out like i wonder it's one of those questions i'm gonna ask god yeah like i I think about that all the time like man i wonder i wonder if i've ever done that before Uh i wonder if i've ever been the cause of that because like you see it like man all i know is that turning 35 and all the reflection that i've been doing there's it's hard to look at myself Mm -hmm. and it's like because like you, you're asking yourself, "Have I ever caused this?" I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, "Yeah, bitch, you have caused no, a lot of problems in yeah. your life." And I'm like, "Damn, this sucks." Oh, but it's all good. Like yeah. it's all good. But my God, <clears throat> dude, turning 35 has been a trip. It has been a trip. Yeah, I've been having some bouts of like reflection lately. Like just like, oh yeah, know. yeah, like so. I get it. Like, what's uh, what's been going on with you? Oh, I'm just I'm just going through it. It's just fucking being a person's hard, you know. Always, it's always hard. You're always, and you know, you're, we're always learning and growing and learning how to be better, or you know, try and be better people, or you know, whatever. But like, it doesn't mean shit doesn't get hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it doesn't mean I always say the right things or do the right things. Like, no, but like trying to like stay positive and keep moving mm-hmm. and like how to how not to... letting like not falling back into old habits or like not um giving into things that i want or like you know like sometimes i get mad about stuff that i, I don't even want to be mad about you know so like why am i mad about it like just shut up but then i can't stop mm-hmm. and like that gets fucking hard because like i'm like just be okay like, like, what is your problem? Like, just, just be okay. You're fine. Like, you know, like, if you don't want to be an asshole or you don't want to be mad, then don't. But, like, I can't stop it. And, like, that gets frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so frustrating. Yeah, when you get to that level of where you're becoming aware of, like, certain things that you yeah. want to do differently, but you still are not, like, you're still, so it's almost like you're out of body experiencing you're like what the fuck is totally. this bitch doing right like, now like, and you're what like what is wrong with yes, you why are yes. you why are you even saying this why are you doing this why as you're doing why it, you know? what is this choice you're making yeah but like i'm still doing it <laughs> you know and, and it's so and, and maybe or not to maybe that awareness that we're gaining that's why it's so like we're having it's it's uncomfortable as fuck yeah because i'm like man it's uncomfortable to, especially when you're in these moments where you are really, you're becoming aware of like, oh, hey, this is the part of me that I would, like, I'm I'm not cool with how I handle this. Yeah. I want to be different, but I'm still handling it this way. Mm-hmm. That shit's visceral yeah. and, like, rough. You know, it's like you're stuck in this, like, muck, mm-hmm. and uh, you're having this out-of-body experience, and you're, like, not able to fully engage with with it to change you know but like it slowly but surely these things get better and we're and like you said no matter fucking what like 
at the end of the day, we're still humans. Yeah. And is that ever going to fully go away? Right. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe not. Like, we're always going to have slip-ups, you know, or I don't even know if that's it. It's just like, I'm sorry, I'm kind of unloading right now. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a very... That's why we're here. It's a very, like intense place to be yeah. you, you know yeah and i'll just be like dude like what's wrong like turn it off <laughs> but like <laughs> i can't i can't like i want to i don't want to feel this way but like i can't stop it like or like how do i stop feeling like that you know like mm-hmm. and then i get mad at myself and then i get mad at myself because i'm mad at myself and then i get mad at myself for being mad at myself because i'm mad at myself it, okay, and yeah. just like <laughs> That it rabbit hole sucks. is fierce. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's wild. Every single moment, if you really start to kind of like break it down, it can get really psychedelic and weird quick, you know. And we just um, and sometimes I think it is like I, I I sometimes I get really mad and I'm vocal about like why are we doing our stupid little jobs and our stupid little things? And it's like, well, sometimes you may need to kind of do stupid little shit so you're not over here in the fetal (laughs) position in the corner overanalyzing every aspect of the universe and your whole existence and, like, how you interact with humans and stuff. Like, that's, uh, it may be good to go do some Excel spreadsheets every now and then. I don't know. So, kind of just trying to... Ah, but... I don't know. It's really weird being, out here. Yeah. Being a whole person is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Like, but like, also, we're so small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it all goes back to that. Like, we're just small and stupid. <laughs> and it's hard. It's like nothing matters, <laughs> but it does yes, matter. Yes, but you everything know? matters, but nothing really matters. Like, it's the paradox of life. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's kind of what the whole freaking movie is about. Right. That's the one of the elements is like, you know, that damn, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But there's so what, much happening that you don't even know. But like, what else are you going to be doing? Or, sure. you know, like, how, the cards have been dealt. Or, not that I shouldn't say the cards have been dealt, but like, hey, you're here. I don't know yeah. what else. You can't, yeah. no matter what you want to however mad you want to get you're fucking here Mm -hmm. so what are you gonna i don't know like sometimes folding laundry is gonna be okay that's gonna be like okay that's fine and that means something because you're here and you're viscerally having this experience and like that at the same time I was like you're so small but damn how fucking magical is it that yeah. we're having this we're, conscious we're all individual y- you know? miracles yeah it's like, like everything it's is this and that y'all it's like mm-hmm. the and multiple things can be true at once multiple things can exist at once mm-hmm. all of these things are like very very hard things to fully grasp and I think it's one of the biggest problems like right now with our our like societal environment we want things to be this or that and it's this and that there's black and white yeah there's not (laughs) and if you loosen your grip on what you think your morals and values and and what things should be and and should like y'all it's there's so much that doesn't matter but at the same time like how fucking cool is this experience like i don't know it's it's really hard to comprehend and it can get overwhelming and and you know but i don't know 
Like, it is what it is, baby. I don't humans know. are so complex. Like humans are so complex, but also like we're so small compared to the rest of the universe. You know, like what if we're just in so... a freaking neuron? Neuron. What if we're just a neuron, <laughs> like an atom inside another being's brain? Like, because our brain, if you scope down into it, right. it looks just like a freaking universe. It's webbed together, and then if like you do certain like pictures of the universe and galaxies, like there's dark matter that interconnects all of these. Dark matter is basically everywhere. It's the interconnectivity of all like you know, vibration in life. It's like, what, like, you know what the fuck I'm feeling and what, even if I don't say words sometimes, like there's certain mm-hmm. things that we can read the room or read people's energy and sure. that just expands out and it's like, there's some sort of interconnectivity between everything and like, if you scope down into a freaking brain, that's what it, the galaxy, like that's what space looks like zoomed out. So yeah. what if we're just in a brain? Mm, Y'all, it could Tron. be. Just that kidding. was That was my long-winded uh soapbox about no, I mean, being a neuron. Yeah. Am no. I saying that weird? Neuron. A neuron? What if we're in a side of a snow globe? Absolutely. You know, like we don't know. We're we could be Sims. Like <laughs> we're literally just the Sims. We could be somebody's game that they're playing right now. All I know is that we don't know. We don't know nothing. And um <laughs> but what is really intriguing again kind of going back to the movie and what I think it does a really just beautiful job of is helping to um, it to present that unspoken like truth that we can't really grasp and fully explain in one sentence paragraph or a book. Mm-hmm. It's just this knowing. It's a knowing. And it exposes like that knowing that is and... Um, I just love it. Like I yeah. love, I love like specifically that moment when they're in the mall and he's like, "I don't know what's going on. No one knows what's going on. But if can we just be kind? And we know, we know that we know that." And then she kills them all with kindness. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So it <laughs> was fucking awesome. Damn, this movie checked all the boxes for yeah, me. No, like, that's cool. Yeah, watch Cloud Atlas. It's not like a funny movie like that or anything. Or like there's very little comedy to it. But okay. like it like the multiverse, multi universe type sitch, like you dig that, you'll dig that movie. Hell yeah. And dude, speaking of books and like shit, I'll just I'll just say it. Uh Carl Young. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> anything like that, yeah, definitely Carl Young. Carl Young. Carl Young. Um but for real, um, I'll just say it. I think Jason and I are going to start a book club. Hell yeah. Um, you should. And we are reading right now. It's called The Overstory. Mm-hmm. And I got it right over there. But you should read it with us. Like, I think we haven't fully figured out how we're going to do the format yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're listening to this episode, uh, we're going we're gonna to work on getting this together here soon. If you want to go ahead and snag your copy and read along with us, that would be really cool because we're going to do some episodes diving into each chapter. And I've read the first two chapters so Mm -hmm. far, and it's like, it's it's freaking amazing, beautiful. It has that very deep, the deep message that, like, it's, it's really good. It's got, it's got all, it's hitting all those undertones of, like, it's very deep. Um, 
I don't know what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> so far it's really just been super amazing and I think you'll really dig it. But yeah, so we're going to work on getting that together. Um, I'll probably drop some more details on that, but I'll watch that movie. You should get that book okay. and read it along with us because oh, yeah. I think you're going to enjoy it too. Okay. And, you know, I've been trying to read more too. Right. Like, um, I'm glad that you said that you like to read. Oh, yeah. I love to read, but like, I just haven't had anything that like really like has been like, read me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it really, I really have to want to read. And like, when I do, like, I blow through it. Like, I totally. Read so fast but like it's just like i haven't had motivation because i'm always watching movies and shit too you know like you're getting a lot of content you know what i mean Um, so but like dude i do love to read i really do Mm -hmm. um i just yeah uh, has to be like chicken soup for the soul i'm I'm just kidding i'm totally kidding no no. (laughs) give me a good one of those oh my god dude Man, I used to read that shit, not going to lie, uh, yeah, no, back I, in my church days. Uh-huh, I used know. to read it back when I was a kid. I love Chicken Soup for the Soul. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I haven't read that much in the recent, yeah. his, like, I've read a little bit here and there throughout the years, but I really have kind of made it a point, and I'm trying to just do that before bed instead yeah. of being on my phone or something, and even if I read just, like, one fucking sentence, dude. Mm-hmm. because I don't know what it is. I Some people that I've listened to and just, um, they were like, hey, just one sentence. If it's yeah. just one sentence at night, that's okay, but at least you can say I read today. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that that keeps you coming back. And, like, I don't know, I just have this desire to make my brain work a little bit differently yeah. without a screen for some reason. I don't know why. And like, and I like the tangible book. Are you, do you like to read the actual yeah, physical book? I, like my mom, she can read on her Kindle. She can read an actual book. Like it doesn't matter. Um, I can't read on like a Kindle. Me either, dude. Like, uh-uh. I want the freaking physical book. I want to smell yeah. it. But I also like to listen while I read the book. Because I retain more information yes. um, audibly and visually. Like, that's why I watch, like, I watch anything I watch will have subtitles on. Like, if there's a subtitle option, it'll be on. Um, because I just, I retain so much more that way. And, like, dude, when I was watching Everything Everywhere All at Once, like, I had to have the subtitles on. Because, like, I, that's just how I have to watch movies. But also, whenever they're speaking Cantonese or any other language, like, or uh, Mandarin, like... There's like two subtitles. I'm having to read that at once, but like I did it. Like it was fine, but like so yeah. Like audibly and visually, like together, mm-hmm. like it really helps me. Like, yes, dude. I could see how that would be great. I I would probably really enjoy that too because yeah. I'm kind of similar. I like to. Um, that's how I really worked my golf swing was visually. You know, I worked with a golf coach. And and this was he was kind of like ahead of his time. It was really cool. I lucked into this. Um, but anyways, uh, he would he would film me, and then he would put up like Tiger Woods beside me, mm-hmm. and he would draw like specific angling and stuff yeah. to focus on. Like, hey, this is how you get into this angle. And then I would just try to replicate exactly mm-hmm. what Tiger Woods would do, and I would just watch him and watch him, and then I would like. And that's how I learned how to play golf. That's how I learned how to play basketball, too. I just watch people, you know? That's how I learned how to play music. I listened listened to people and watched people. 
and I just figured it out. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like I have so many, like I have skills that help other skills, you know, and you know what I mean? Like, so I think just some things go hand in hand. Like if you can do this, like you're more likely to be able to do this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I don't know. Like, I think that, and I think that helps my brain and like my memory and stuff because yeah, like I just like, I repeat things back. Like that's, that's it. You mm-hmm. know, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, I'm running out of steam. So Hell yeah. Me too. This was badass though. I'm glad we got to talk about everything. Thank you so much for watching the movie and yeah. being down to come chat about it. You gave it. me a reason to watch it. Yeah. Like, I've been needing to watch it. So Hell yeah, man. Finally, like, yeah, fucking watch it. Why not? This was so fun. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. And just like that, we are done with another episode of Malfunction. Again, check the show notes, follow all the socials, like, subscribe, review the podcast, and I appreciate y'all listening. Until next time, let's keep the funk in Malfunction. Peace!